My name's Forrest Gump. People call me Forrest Gump. I don't know if it's like Mama said and the member part is a, a diversion and a, a waste of time. Or if it's like Lieutenant Dan who said that the MEP Report is the greatest podcast in the English language. But I think maybe it's both. Maybe both things happen at the same time. Okay. Let my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world Got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles And I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop acting on my heart where the fans they always crying out for Alright, everyone else ready? Everyone ready? I'm ready. As long as everyone's ready, then welcome to MEP Report number 33. That's true. We actually do have a live studio audience, sort of, by which we mean our guest is here um, and is in an isolation booth, so he can hear none of what we're talking about. So in no way at all will he know what's going on when he does his guest spot. Uh, our guest today's story is... Kevin Grinberg is our guest uh, of the Grinberg, the, the uh, right. most basic, bland layout of a blog I've ever seen. That's uh, simple and basic. There, there are some interesting contents. I'm not going to say that. But you will not. It looks like you're reading a blog in Notepad when you read the Grin blog. <laughs> and that's fine. That's very nice. That's very nice. Of course, he's heard all of this, so he's now booing loudly, but you can't hear him. So, so welcome, everybody. Well, Thanks for listening, as great. always. We're all here. Uh, it's a four-person. We're, full, we're fully loaded and ready to go. And, uh, yeah, we're Although all set. Although this may and, be and, our last show, and and i got to say, yeah. i got to announce, Map 33 could be the last show uh, in case the entire Boy, world economy collapses before next Wednesday. Uh, we might even not be able to quite what? get this show up. You know, there's normally like a 36-hour lag time. Between. I know I don't read the okay. news, you but hear? am I missing something? I have Dow dropped say. like almost 75 points today. People are like jumping out of windows yeah. and stuff. That's like the half Dow, a percentage the point. The Dow has been they went, falling apart. They went crazy. Collapsing. I'm just the, saying. The Dow dropped I'm just saying. 75 points is, a big deal? You know, holding no. no, I'm just kidding around. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's making fun of me. <laughs> I was going to say, the Dow <laughs> dropped 7,500 points. I was like, wow, that's oh impressive. Oh my God! There is no Dow. It's not a deal at all. No, it's no, not. No, but when the stock market actually... That was the idea. Okay. It is, though. When it's the As somebody who works for a financial newspaper, I can tell you it's officially in a downtrend, though. Our, yeah. The market is officially in a downtrend. In June. 50 years from now, the economy might collapse, and we might not be able to do the MEP report, but until then, we should be okay. No, Mr. Or there'll be bubble recordings of us problem. predicting the end of the world, and we will be known right. as the uh, 21st <laughs> century Nostradamus, and it'll be awesome. It's one or the other. Right, There's right. No absolutely. I'm known as that. Well, we just missed one of those days. You know, we just missed one of those days. You remember the six six oh six thing yesterday? I mean, that was a you know. <laughs> no, that was I don't supposed remember. To be a yesterday. big omen type day. I've forgotten. Already. When when was that? Well, what no, happened I remember. yesterday? 
yeah, when hell broke loose. <laughs> I can remember exactly. about five minutes. What, what are we saying, doing man. on this? Who are you? Why? Are, when why Julia Stiles tried to be an actress again and failed, yeah, that's her Julia job Stiles. in life is, she is the to woman fail at being that. an actress. She is. She plays like the mother, which is totally unbelievable that anyone would ever think she's a mother character of any kind is ridiculous. She's a bratty teen and not a talented one. But I mean, if she's in a bratty teen movie, she can kind of pull it off. But anything like the Born Identity, she was like the extra person in that movie. In both movies, she was good. She's like, why are you here? What she's are you doing? Good though in that. But she was fine. What? Speaking of people who she can't was remember fine that. yesterday. She was a bratty was teen in the CIA. It made I had no sense. I coffee with her once, and she was pretty nice. Yeah, because sure lots you of non-talented right? people yeah. are nice people because they can't yeah. afford to be mean because they don't have enough talent to really get away with being that mean. Oh, speaking of me, attributes that affords her a, a little bit of leeway, I think. I think I would agree with that. Oh, I that see. I would agree with. <laughs> speaking of mean, by the way, did you guys see? I, I was talking about this before with somebody. Did you guys see what Ann Coulter said today? Uh, in her, or she said in her book actually, and it just came out today. She actually called. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure everybody knows this. that Ann Coulter is a super conservative woman. She called the widows, these four widows of 9/11, that uh, that, that this created a group that basically pushed for the formation of the 9/11 Commission. She called them witches and says in her book, "I've never found any group of women more happy that their husbands died." Now that's high class for Ann Coulter. That's that's quality right you know, there. Um, she I goes to on to say bit. that they get to play up their celebrity as having lost their husbands, and they get followed by what she terms as grief arazis. Yeah, high, high quality right there. Yeah. I used to have this bit that I did on stage, which was essentially me talking about how I masturbate to Ann Coulter, because it's such, she's such too? a horrific... It's such sure a horrific oh, visage God. watching her on TV, and it displeases me so much that I thought it would be funny if I made it into an erotic type thing. And oh, I don't watch I've her. never I bombed about her. So badly in my life with that thing. People, especially women. And I was like, come on, she's not even a person. How can you relate to her as a woman and think I'm saying bad things about women? It's Ann Coulter. She's like, it's like masturbating to Darth Vader. Nobody would think that was offensive. She's the freaking <laughs> evilest person in the world. Dude, Darth Vader thought that some When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Vader. Vader. Now bend over. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Vader, like, at least wanted his assistant around. Ann Coulter, that is the nicest thing that Ann Coulter's ever said about anyone, about those widows, because she didn't immediately call for their beheading in a town square. Everyone else, she's like, you know that American you know, society, behead them in a town square. And foreigners, too. And me. How, how about me? I should be beheaded. Now, 9-11 widows, I'll only stop at saying that they're, you know, horrible witches who aren't very nice. That is like Dude, that's the biggest we'll compliment the Ann Coulter's ever given. Them. That's much kinder. That's amazing. Yeah. How much would you pay for a carnival game where you could punch Ann Coulter in the face? Oh, that'd be awesome. I, I, I would totally pay. Would do, that. do you know how happy Absolutely. And you know what? You would punch her in the that. face. Not just, she's listening to the well. report, but that's exactly what she wants. She wants everyone she want, to well, we could punch her in the face with a bitch slapper. But it's got to be something that would be reason. You, you gotta, you gotta slap her with the right thing. Like I could bitch slap her with like a bag of fair trade coffee, or you know, something that would like really irritate her from the liberal left. You know what I mean? Maybe mm -hmm. pound her with a book of Al Franken's or something. A beheaded 9/11 widow. That's what I'm always thinking. Can I like break an IKEA chair <laughs> over her head? Beheaded 9/11 widow. I want to do something Just really painful. Work. Just the head. I mean, she pound wouldn't look any different. I mean, but you know. Hopefully this it would is be the same pain. woman who said that we should invade all Islamic countries, kill their leaders, and convert them to Christianity forcibly. And then be And then kill the firstborn kill children in, in of all the Jews. Square. Oh, wait. <laughs> what if you don't have a town square to behead people in? 
then you go to in culture's house inside. just kill uh, oh. execution room in basement it's hot at least that's how i oh, imagine no, it's it. like way beyond normal snm <laughs> It puts the wicked podcast to shame. As <laughs> <laughs> opposed to the wicked good podcast, Stephen Marine. Oh, We're talking man. about the wicked podcast. No, yeah, no, but no. Can you believe this woman? Like, I mean, guessing on Stephen Marine's show. What do you think they'd do with AIM culture? <laughs> they might actually get angry. I would love to see that. I want to see true. some anger from those I two. Think they would. That's true. They might get angry. That's all we can raid. say. Hit you with the one sweep. They're so pleasant that it would take Ann Coulter to actually stir up some actual emotion. It's true. Like, I don't <laughs> think true. I like Even you very much. Even stand in their garage <laughs> And living like... Do you guys remember the movie? Western Massachusetts and commuting to Boston every day. That's the part I can believe. It's ridiculous. I know. Wow. Amazing. Do you guys remember in the movie uh, Die Hard, I think it's Die Hard 3, where they drop Bruce Willis off in the middle of Harlem, and he's wearing this sandwich board sign that says, um, please kill me, or I hate all of you, or something like that? No, what it actually says that, is, and they give him, I like, hate the N-word. And not the word, oh, that's but right, the that's right. people that the word refers to. Yeah, that's <laughs> that right. They give him, like, ten minutes, sign. and then he comes under attack. So I was thinking, why don't we do that with Ann Coulter? We just drop her off in the middle of, like, Fajula, uh, and then, you know, we just, I mean, Fallujah, and then we just put her there, and, you know? Fajula, the hell is Fajula? Is that right next to Fapot <laughs> Shop? Like, what, what are you talking Fajula about? Fajula, sounds like a hookah Fajula. name. Fajula. That was my mama's oh. name, Fajula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fallujah, sorry. Okay. No, just Fajula, drop Fajula, Fallujah, you know, and Stop see what happens. that stank ass, yeah. go home. Nobody wants it, Fajula. You know? How long would it last, do you think? How long do you think that she'd make it there? In Fallujah? I mean, they would just kidnap her and ransom yeah. her and let, him go, let her go. They don't know the difference between her and any other white I don't know. They would kidnap her, ransom her, and they do what they do in Fallujah. Behead! What do they do? Yes. The Fajula dance? They behead. Oh. <laughs> they behead okay. people. Yes, they do. Oh, man. And since just we saying. are in Fallujah, now we dance. <laughs> well, anyway... I don't mean Good anything Lord. bad towards Ann Coulter, but boy, oh what, my a, God. what a clown. Greg! Greg, come on. <laughs> if there is one person on God's green earth, okay, I know we established last show, there's no one that you would feel neutral to positive about their death, that's fine. I know that you can forgive Montana Boy for ripping you to shreds personally with his vendetta and vitriol. I understand all of this, but for God's sake, Ann Coulter... You have to have a disclaimer saying you don't mean anything bad towards Ann Coulter. She wants to personally behead everyone. Can you please come out on the record and say, I intended to say those negative things about Ann Coulter. She's a poor man's French Revolution. <laughs> She's like a self-contained French Revolution. I, I, um, I, Greg, I will on the say record, before that our first ever studio audience, will you say... Yes. You do yes. not intend to take back the negative things you said about Ann Coulter. I, I do not intend to take the negative things back about Ann Coulter. Uh, nice. she's, a bad, she's, a bad, she's a bad person. Good job. She's a bad person. She is bad. I like her. She's a bad person. I would hit her in the face for $100. All right. In, in fact, you know, yeah, there's, she's a person. Benjamins. Although, you know what I would rather do is, ta is just do what that guy did to me last that I talked about last week and just take a 2 by 4 to her. If you took Hacksaw Jim Duggan and took and sent her off at, you know, Dan Coulter, that Tremendous. Wow. I don't know if she Because he's an old patriot, so how could she argue with that? Over the line there. She, she would love it. He's like a huge <laughs> oh, patriot, waves an American forest. flag. Tell me Ann Coulter doesn't want to be impaled on the American flag. She would love that. She would eat it <laughs> up. That's disturbing. <laughs>
Interesting. Oh, well, it depends on what you think by me saying impaled, but I'm not going to press that point any further. <laughs> Except you just brought it up, so we're going to leave it at that point. Uh, oh. <laughs> right. This is, uh, exactly. this is a little... Uh, yeah, we're going to... A racy... We're going to have to move away. The map it's, race... I blame the live audience. The, ma <laughs> <laughs> the map race part. we got to um, take it up a notch to entertain Kevin. Exactly. Well, like since we're going to entertain yeah. Kevin anyway, we spoke that we should get on to the another subject, which is... Um, we, we have some information to convey, or more specifically, Russ has some information to convey about a, a certain trip he took this past weekend and, the and who he met now. there. Do people want to know, Russ? So now we ask you, please explain what happened with the girl. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. I, I need to preface like 75 night. times Last before weekend. I tell the story. <laughs> preface number one. I had a wonderful time in Berkeley and San Francisco. It was a great weekend. I had lots of fun. Yay, I went to Stories Sports Boot Camp of Death, where you either <laughs> play sports or play sports-related video games 24 hours a day until you leave. And, it, and you know, I can't really imagine anything more fun. But I came back not being able to move. I still can't move right now. I can't move. And I'm sunburned to hell. But it was great. But the weekend did start off with the date that was built up in my mind as the greatest, which was the first stupid thing. You do not do that. The and greatest I've single amateur date in the English language. Exactly. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Meplopedia. Right. right. I want a Mep report reference for every subject from now on. We have to quote back to ourselves. I've been doing it that already. Awesome. I've been not, delivering yeah. without even really He's really lying. good at that. I've heard some warnings from people that we need to be careful not to be too meta-mep. It can get a little bit out of hand. So let's just think, so let's just keep more. this in the generic <laughs> state land. So the sorry, can I reference more. something earlier in this show? <laughs> Good God. Sure. Go for sorry, it. Sorry, I, okay. I don't remember yesterday. Only map reports. Okay, go on. So, right, right. I mean, gotcha, on okay, go. so fine. So we met in a train station somewhere in like south of San Francisco or wandering all over the place. Did I mention that I bought a cell phone for this? Did I tell you yes. guys I what? bought a cell phone on the show? The thing that I'm morally out, opposed really. to. It would be like me masturbating to Ann Coulter or something ridiculous like that. I can bought we a cell please phone. not bring that image up again ever in the next <laughs> year? At let, can we no, please put a moratorium on you Ann Coulter? I apologize. I mean, it My is the most minimalized cell phone <laughs> in the history of the world. It was like $2, and it's prepaid, and I can let it expire, because I never actually oh. got a phone number on the cell phone. So nobody could call me, which was great, which, <laughs> which is exactly the kind of cell the phone I would want. the point of getting the cell phone. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So fine. So that was, I mean, I put a lot of effort into this, and everybody knows this. And, you know, it was very similar to the date referenced, what was it, in episode 20? where I went out with the girl and everything was kind of fine, and then there was no chemistry, and that was it. I mean, with the exception that this girl was not a crazy hoe bag. But, I mean, other than that, it was very similar. It was did just she like, mention pipe cleaners? She did not. We walked around okay. San Francisco, and then we went to an A's game where we had fantastic seats, and I got to see Frank Thomas hit a home run, which was very exciting. And right, But, cool. I mean... There was just, you know, it was just there was no spark. It was not there. I could have been, I could have been, you know, sitting there at the game with like a platonic cousin or something like that. It was just like the stupid thing. I totally blame myself for this whole thing. Like I'm the retard, and the reason that I'm a big retard is that I want to make these huge gestures and build things up before I know anything about how we're going to react to each other in person, which is stupid because instead of it being like a regular blind date, which is you know, horrifying enough as it is, it ends up being this thing that's built up in your mind as I'm going to marry this person I've never met before, which is 
it's completely retarded. And then, even if something doesn't work out, and we have a very pleasant time and it just doesn't work out, it has to be, like, the worst thing that's ever happened because you put so much effort into it before you knew anything. And so it's just retarded. You should never do this. I'm, I'm officially, and I thought that I had done this, like, a month ago, but apparently I didn't. I'm officially, the internet is dead to me. There are no more internet dates. There are no more blind dates. Other than sports, news, emails, research, and games, I'm not using the internet ever again. <laughs> and that's <laughs> it. I can, Even I now. I an interesting perspective to all this. Because okay. Yeah, actually, I, I thought you might. And I would like to hear well, about it. While rushed, or just after this date ended, I'm at dinner with a friend who gets a text message, or I don't know, I guess it might have even been, you know, like instant messenger on his... PDA or whatever it is. Anyhow, he gets a message from a friend and, and starts laughing out loud. And I said, what? What's so funny? What's so funny? And and he said, you know, you might actually really appreciate this. You remember Russ Guberman. I guess not even knowing that, I was still in contact with Russ. You remember <laughs> you Russ Guberman from guy. debate, right? You know of him. You're and like, said, uh, funny. Funny. Yes, yeah. I do. You know I do remember him. Russ. And, and he said, well, even though I have doesn't a friend who report. just finished a yeah, blind date with him. He flew up to San Francisco to go on a blind date with her, you know, and I feel bad she went through all this trouble, and, and her, her uh, synopsis of the date was unmitigated disaster. That was the synopsis, that was the, the, te- the just the one-liner, unmitigated disaster. <laughs> That's the extra perspective. My perspective That's is unmitigated awesome. disaster. I love That's it. Wow. I love it. It's true. Wow. I mean, was I didn't think accurate? it was that bad. Was it it was just, disaster? The disaster part was that all of the expectations totally failed. Like, no, we're not attracted to each other. No, there's nothing that was ever going to happen. Yes, it was uncomfortable and awkward because we realized probably pretty early on that this was a bad idea. And, you know, all those things put together. And I was determined, like, I'm going to the baseball game. I don't care that this is... And then, ugh, because I'm an idiot, another reason that I'm an idiot is, like, I knew this was going nowhere. It was clear to me. But then I was still almost tempted to, like, invite her back to watch a movie with everybody after the game until some part of me was like, why? Why are you drawing this out? <laughs> Stop drawing this out. That's the good For part. For the love of God, yeah, so you back it will make both of you so much happier. frustration uh, when she rejected you and say, oh, my God, <laughs> I was going to, I was willing to give her another shot even though there was no chance of us having the right chemistry. But then yeah. she rejected <laughs> me. <laughs> Occasionally, I learn things, even from myself. Even I can teach myself things occasionally. So that was not going to happen. He can be taught. We (laughs) have the technology. Oh, and (laughs) I'll prove that I can be taught, because not only have I shunned blind dates until the end of time, for good reason, but I was so inspired by the crazy amount of effort I put into the total dud that I immediately came home, the day after I flew in, and I left a note on, on Elevator Girl's door being like, do you want to go out to dinner? How do you like that? Huh? Who is this guy that does these there things? You go. That's Who does that? And the reason is, it's, you know what it's like? I've been totally desensitized to the whole process, and I'm starting to think that every shallow guy who just wants to meet a woman in a coffee bar for 10 seconds before he knows he wants to date her are completely right and justified. I've been completely desensitized to this process, which is like, yes, you go up to a million women, you do the thing, and this and that. But at least the moron guys, what they know that I have just figured out is that there has to be chemistry 
to, like, you, I'm just doing it in the wrong order. It's great that I found out these women were funny and nice, intelligent, great, but if there's no chemistry, it's all pointless. So the chemistry has to come first, and then later on you find out whether these other things are compatible as well. And it just makes more sense to do it that way. And I think the Internet's a great place to meet friends. I'm sure you can find people with common interests, and that works, but not for people. Not for people that you want to be romantically involved with. Never again. You know what it was like? The reason why I put the note on the girl's door as soon as I got home? All of the fear seemed to sit like silly to me after all this after all this effort that I just put in. It was like introducing a Darfur refugee to bungee jumping and be like, uh-huh. oh, so, so it's a cord and it bends and then you're scared. Yeah, great. Sign me up. I had my toe cut off by Jim next door. I don't care about your stupid bendy cord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is what I feel like. Uh, no, I have no idea what you're saying. Actually, I, don't I try to make clear what you're talking about. <laughs> I actually know exactly what you're saying. Shockingly, in a shocking yeah. move. But um, yeah, no, I mean it's like uh, putting a fish in a, an aquarium with like. <laughs> this is a great analogy. <laughs> I liked so my analogy so, so much better. It's getting better. Totally flopping. It's like taking a wireless like phone and putting okay, it on top of a car. And, okay. uh, well. and then I talking on it and being like, there, hello, something. can you hear me now? You see what I'm saying now? Do you understand? Exactly. Okay. It's like putting a fish. Okay, it's like taking a fish that's at the bottom of the food chain out of the ocean and putting it in an aquarium that has, like, no predators except for one, like in this huge tank. And then it's like, aren't you scared of the predator? Aren't you scared? And they're like, uh, are you serious? Wait, what, we have like? one thing to watch out for instead of seven million? Uh, you know, the fear factor is... I know exactly what you mean. Reduced. Can we just I, I keep doing rotating analogies when only one of us <laughs> yeah, understands exactly. what the other one is talking about? <laughs> yeah, what, that would be great. Get that, Russ? Come on. Kind of. It's like a bottle of ginger ale. That I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like that. Keep going. That that Uh, okay. That's like a bottle of ginger ale, but it's a sad clown. That you take out of the refrigerator and you put it with a bunch of other bottles of soda, (laughs) right? And then you look at all those bottles of soda and you say, "Choose one." Uh, <laughs> this is like my favorite joke. That's my favorite joke. I'm going to tell you guys my favorite joke because well it's the same thing I as what admit. Greg just said. Okay, ready? My favorite uh, joke. Two elephants are sitting in a bathtub, and one elephant says to the other, pass the soap. And then the other elephant says, no soap. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> what? You haven't heard jokes like that where the joke uh, is just that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah basically, have. that and joke is, is designed to under its own weight make a fool of other people. So you tell that joke and everyone knows it's coming and they all laugh, and then the one person who wasn't in on it looks like an idiot and they start laughing along, even though it makes no sense. That's why it's my favorite joke. Andy would like that kind of theory too. Oh yeah. <laughs> do we then get to do we get to like, head, do we get to behead that engineer. person after we're done? Yeah. And then masturbate to their okay. beheaded head. <laughs> no, no, no! I said none <laughs> of that is going to happen. There'll be no more of that discussion at all. Oh my God! All right. So, but there's a part uh, of the story you didn't tell Russ, which is what, what what happened with the elevator girl. I mean, did she respond to your sticky note? I no, this she was yesterday. Come out quite the way I meant. Yeah, I mean, twenty, and yeah. this could happen any minute. Like we don't know, but it's about twenty-four <laughs> oh, hours live. ago. I'm going to give her some time, <laughs> given the awesome. fact that. 
She was flirting with me, like, literally three weeks before I did anything about it. I'm going to go ahead and give her a little leeway. I think that's okay. The fact that I, like, put her through the ringer and didn't do anything. Or maybe already blew it. Like, who knows? That's very possible. (laughs) I was going to say, she'll be like, have you met my boyfriend? I met him a week ago. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. And and, and her boyfriend turned out to be Daniel Day-Lewis. And the rest was like, no! (laughs) He's like, get out of my way, Russell. Have you ever heard of (laughs) Menage a Trois? Wait, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, That's exactly God. where I was going. I was like, then Russ would just hang out in the elevator all day, waiting for, waiting for a hot <laughs> elevator girl and Daniel Day. Daniel Day on elevated girl. Man, action. that would be awesome. Oh, God. Dude, if Daniel Day Lewis played that. the part of me in a relationship <laughs> with elevator girl, that would be oh, tremendous. God. That, that movie would gross five dollars. The movie would gross five dollars. <laughs> One person would go see it. I like it. <laughs> it would gross five dollars. No, it would gross like five hundred dollars. Oh. Russ would see it a hundred straight nights. Absolutely. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Russ. Russ. Russ would never stop paying. No matinees. I would the evening show every night. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Well, I'm Good sorry, man. Russ. So, so you. So it sounds though like you're not like as irritated about this as I mean. You're disappointed, obviously, but you're not like you know. Unbelievably no, I'm not pissed off about it's it. It's just it was a real revelation because I feel like I've actually learned from the experience. And I mean, first of all, yeah, if the whole weekend was just devoted to that, I would probably be a little more pissed off at all of the effort and money spent and all that. But I had a great time, so I have no complaints. I was glad to have an excuse to go visit Story and Emily, and that was a lot of fun. And beyond that, I learned to not be a retard anymore. I think I finally understand <laughs> that it. I just don't care. I mean, fine. Oh, good. It didn't work out. Amazing. I've never seen that before. Oh, bungee jumping. Ooh, scary. You know, I don't care. I just don't care anymore. Unless and she's that's listening, the attitude you have to have. Which is exactly the type of attitude to have when embarking on a relationship. I just don't care. <laughs> well yes. done. Good show. <laughs> that's pretty uh, funny. Sticking it to me. That was good stuff. I'm just saying. Well, I'm sorry about that. I think well, I, 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 uh, say, I think there's something yeah. to that. There's definitely something to not giving a shit. And then if things work out, hey, I'm happy. But otherwise, bah, what's the difference? Uh, at least and I'm not dead. You can actually hold yourself to that. Because I think if she dropped out of the picture and you didn't have one in the hopper, it would be very hard to have that same kind of confidence. I'm just Right, the backup that. plan. Just exposing your I, vulnerability I just, on air. One in the hopper? I appreciate is that. that. Is that a common even though the, <laughs> that's the even number? Yeah, we know that the even the number theory the is no longer point. on my this side. Number two. <laughs> According to the story, I'm doomed. Because I have one yeah, in the I'm hopper. I'm doomed. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Dude. What? One in the <laughs> hopper is like the only way you get through a lot of the time. Is that not true? I mean, yeah. yeah. Otherwise uh, known as the backup plan. Yeah. Backup plan. Always have a backup plan. Always be prepared. Come clean. You always have to have one in the hopper. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. It just helps. It's like, my God. It's like no, Andy. When, when it's you're like a spare tire. Would you feel much better if you, if, you have, if you have your hoppers full? I know what you mean. Russ's story reminded me of something <laughs> I was going to mention at some point, but I think this is a good time to bring it up. Because no the memory, idea so of two pe- three okay. people talking and nobody listening uh, is something which came up for me. So, uh, as you guys know, I've been having lots of trouble with my internet connection because no. everything about the internet sucks right now. Yes, I know. Hard to believe. Um, but my cable modem has been going up and down, and just my freaking internet connection is not stable. So anyway, so 
I finally decided, okay, I'm going to have to just use my laptop. My laptop is also not working, so I tried to get Clea's laptop to work. Clea's laptop broke down entirely, so I decided to call their tech support. And of course, I call Microsoft tech support because it's a Windows problem that Clea's having with their laptop, and they route me to India, right? Not surprisingly, we know about this. Reference any report that Russ has ever talked you. about. That, yeah, you. You. Right. Well, that, you that's what was cracking me up. Jewel that's what was cracking me up because... Service. I get this guy, and he's like, now, at least he didn't try to call himself, like, you know, Bob or Billy. He's like, hello, I am Sudarasakan Bhashakabhadakadak, you know, something like that, some very long Indian name. <laughs> he's like, and, you know, I will try to, I'm for the Microsoft bet, Windows team. Was. I'm like, okay. Lim bim 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 Bostov, Fatang, Fatang, Ole, Biscuit Barrel. <laughs> biscuit Barrel, Ole! His name was Sunasharan, or I believe it's his name. So Sunasharan was very anxious to solve my problem, and he said, okay, I will help you get through this. So we went through some things, he's finally like, okay, what we must do is call HP to find out if you need a special password. So he puts me on a conference call with another tech support guy from India. Okay, this guy's name Who is, is really Bundaraka. in the cubicle one over. That's yes, exactly just, what I was gonna say. Yeah. So, so or you know, clearly that's what they're doing. So, <laughs> so you hear, so you hear this music, right? You hear the whole music, and then it's like, you know, hello, I am Bundarakan from HP, and then you hear, hello, I am Sundarashan from Microsoft. Hello, Sundarashan, I am Bundarashan. Oh, hello, and like they do this thing back and forth. Okay, <laughs> then finally, they're like, the one guy's like, what I need is to find out if you need an administrator password, and Bundarashan is something like, no, HP does not set administrator passwords. At which point, both of the guys start trying to con convince me which one of their tech support lines to follow. Like, but, like, I can offer you six months of support, Greg Wilson. For six months, we will get support on any product. And Sudarashan cuts him off. He's like, no, no, no. There is no need for that because he is already working with Microsoft. There is no need for this to happen. I swear to God. Then they was like, I don't think you understand what Greg wants. I know what Greg wants. I've been working with him for the past half hour. You know nothing about I was waiting for them to be like, I will attack you with the sword of Vishnu. Death comes to all of you. I will destroy you. <laughs> Cracking me up it's two guys in india fighting over me in brooklyn to like find out which one of the tech support lines is ultimately going to win it was <laughs> cracking me up by the waiting powers for the guys of Ganesh, you will choose my service <laughs> plan exactly. exactly and i was waiting for the aol guy of rush to cut in and be like you do not treasure greg the way i treasure greg come with me greg and i will show you a better way oh it's so funny so yeah, so That's finally great. Sunarashan won out, Microsoft won, HP lost, and yeah, so that was that. But I just was, well, I was thinking about mutually exclusive. I don't understand. Up. Well, because they I guess both, both of them stuff. said they could solve the problem. Apparently, each one has a very secret way of doing it. So it's like, which big company do I believe more, Hewlett-Packard or Microsoft? And I already had paid some money to Microsoft, so I figured I would keep believing them, because otherwise I'd be very sad at the thought of having wasted my money. I don't know. I, Sunarashan had a better... He treasured me more than Munaratan. Uh, treasured me <laughs> in the province of, you know, wherever... I treasure you like the Taj Mahal. He treasures you like a soiled rupee. Shut up, you're in a lower cap. I will destroy you with my sword. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So yeah, let's bring Kevin in. It was not so cool. All right. Little ditty for you. Hey, if you like the map report, please email us soon. You can do it at Russ Greg Andy Story at MapReport.com if you're not a fool. If you wanna call us, it's 206 600 Map One. 
we have a MySpace site too. If you come, you can see the emu. From the Grin Blog, Kevin Grinberg. And the Grin Blog I'm giving, latest post. I'm handing over the headset to him now. My lives in Canada. Says Kevin Grinberg. Yeah, this Welcome is the Kevin. ghetto guest setup where Greg has to sacrifice his headset for the, the guest, studio. but that's fine. Hello? True. Then we'll just run over time. Hey! hey. What's up? Hey, uh, hey guys. Yeah, thank you, Greg, for uh, for letting me use the headset as she's sitting here listening, not really speaking. I have uh, silence. Yes, well. <laughs> he, he Greg says, <laughs> I hate you for right. taking my headset, but I can't hold anything okay. against you, so I guess I really like you. Yes. Well, well, thank you so guys for having me on. Relevant to this, yeah, no problem. I, I hear you want to talk about uh, your own internet dating well, experiences. I, That's the as I've been listening to this, I, I like I, I've always been having second thoughts because I feel like, you know, as people I know listen <laughs> to this, I, I, may not, I may not want to explain and, and God help yeah, me if you somebody... Well, what I was going to say, as I've been listening to the last, I don't know how many maps Russ has talked about his experiences with JDate and whatnot, I've, I've had my own experiences in the past uh, two years since I graduated, though now with JDate, with uh, Craigslist, actually. And Whoa. Whoa. That is scary, dude. I, what I will say is I've, ha I've had any, I would say, I've gone out on at least a date with, I think, six, six different girls and have been, you know, some were fairly disastrous and then some were not. Um, and though the, the overall overarching observation is, is kind of that, as I think people have pointed out, um, they're all crazy, just to, to varying degrees and in different ways. You know, I, I don't know that Jada has monopoly in crazy, Craigslist certainly doesn't, um, because, again, just speaking of the same time period, the same, you know, two years since, since I've graduated, you know, girls and, uh, that I've met just outside of, outside of this whole internet thing have been equally crazy. So, and, and you know, the... I guess you can, maybe you can see why I was reluctant to uh, to make this my topic, but <laughs> you <guys are> specifics? <laughs> any names? Yeah, yeah there you exactly. Go. Yeah, names and locations. Go, go, go. Greg is calling for names. I, I I think that may not be the the wisest idea, but I'll, I'll say, I will say in in my defense that I'm I'm equally convinced that you know most men are crazy as well. It's not it's not a gender thing. It's just yeah, everybody's crazy. in general. That's no, no, in general, it comes to dating. Yeah. Yeah, no, it shows it comes to dating and relationships. People are completely and totally, utterly irrational. Um, Especially I, I, I men with two X chromosomes. They're really crazy. Yes, I, I will tell very broadly this, this, this one story, because I know that I'm fairly, sure, I'm fairly sure this person will not possibly be listening. And this was uh, this, this, this is a girl I, you know, we, we met kind of over Craigslist, I guess, and we went out a few times, and uh, a couple of weeks, actually, kind of dated on and off. The conclusion of this was when she said, "Look, you know, I, I I like you, but but I can't really I can't really keep doing this because she was a senior in college at the time, so I was a year older." And she said, um, "You know, you have a job and a car, and and you seem to have your shit together, and that makes you feel like a real slacker." So, bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> was, you it, know, it was, it was, it was, I'm not really looking for men with their shit together. It was. It, it was. I want someone I mean, who I can fix. I'm, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm reluctant to tell the story because I know it sounds like I'm kind of propping myself up here, but I swear this, this is the way that it was, it was presented to me. It was, I shit you not, you're too responsible, and uh, I, I prefer somebody uh, with, you know, a, a few more issues. So since then, I've done my she best to develop She wants a guy media. with great hair and bad credit. Those guys are sexy. Well, <laughs> I, I am from New Jersey originally, so I think the bad hair I can, I can manage. 
Or the, I'm sorry, no, the great hair I can manage. There you go. <laughs> wow. No need to bash either, yourself. Either or. But the, the other thing I did want to talk about was, uh, I'm surprised this hasn't come up on the show yet, the X-Men movie and the fact that it completely sucked. Oh, I oh good. It, I haven't seen it. I'm interested to hear I what you have to say great. about it. I think it was a great movie. Don't right. worry about giving things away because oh, I don't maybe. care. If you want to see Kevin. the movie, shut off the map report, skip ahead five minutes. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Now we're going to spoil it. Go. My question is, I, I what I'm assuming is that Kevin's coming from the point of the X-Men comic book fan and Andy's coming absolutely from just moviegoer fan. Absolutely okay. No, absolutely not. I, I've actually never, oh, I guess I've probably seen the comics, but I'm, I'm not intimately familiar with the story. No, okay. my, my objection to it was that there were, I mean, there were two kind of these main plot lines, and one was really good and, and, and was well done, and the other was kind of an afterthought, and even, you know, accounting for the usual bizarrity of... of, of and the X-Men universe, I'm perfectly happy with, you know, unreasonable things happening, but, uh, it just... Like what? It ha- they ha- well, so, one of the, one of the, one of the things that they, that they do is Magneto has to get to, and his army has to get to Alcatraz, so the way they do this is by picking up the Golden Gate Bridge and, and kind of, you know, flipping it over, moving it over there. That is ridiculous. It is more ridiculous than, than, you know, than, than everything in the X-Men universe, mainly because... Aren't there a thousand other ways he could do it? Like, in, in, I think it was in the, in the other movies, in the comic books, or somewhere along the way, he's, he's made this, like, giant magnetic bubble. Or can he build, you know, build a freaking bridge? I feel like the need to transport the Golden Gate Bridge is, is kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. It's true. He could probably I mean, have metal discs that everyone just hovers on and yeah. travels over to the other side. I guess it's not but, realistic. I mean, how, I mean, it's not necessary, but... How many men are we talking about? Is this like an lot. army of 10,000 like or an army of a dozen? It's, yeah, like no, it's, an, it's an army of a lot. Yeah. But my, okay. main, my main objection really is, is, is I, I like the Phoenix and, I, and you know, the ongoing work was, was kind of good, but I, I really just did not like the, the, this cure thing that they come up with. Basically, the premise is they found a cure for mutation and this boy and, and, and they can somehow extract cure from him, cure for mutation. Which, okay. this is the other thing that, again, within the context of the X-Men universe bothered me, in that if it's a genetic mutation... I don't think you can, like, undo it. Maybe it would be, it would be a vaccine or something, or, or something where they prevent or reverse it, but it was, in the movie, it was this, like, thing you, you inject, and you suddenly no longer mutant. You suddenly no longer can, can do anything. But see, here's one problem that I would say about that, though. The way <laughs> to describe all of this is, you're replacing the director who did the usual suspects with the director who did Rush Hour. I think that's all that needs to be said, right? I mean, that's a good point. Different quality. However, I would make the argument that all of this genetic talk about the mutations has been wildly inconsistent in all three movies. Like, in the first movie, they had this machine that could turn people into mutants, but all mutants were not affected by it. Even though all mutants have vastly different abilities and different genes and everything's different, but oh, the ray doesn't affect any of them at all. That's retarded. I'm sorry. They're all different. And similarly, I think a cure would have to be specifically engineered for each it's mutant and so not unrealistic. Like, this comic book yeah. movie is so unrealistic. I don't know how they can get away with it, you know? <laughs> I mean, bro. Hey, man. It's, it's not, but it's, it's my, my objection is not, it's not about realism. No, but see, my objection isn't about realism, but I think that sci-fi and, and, and uh, all the comic book stuff has to be internally consistent and that, you know, within the universe that exists in, it has to make some sort of sense and follow the rule, it's, you know, its own set of rules. It didn't feel like it was doing that. For example, Andy, you follow your own set of rules... Right? You can't violate your rules. Right. 
Yeah, or he always the United States, States in its political atmosphere <laughs> follows its own set of rules, where it gives a clear victory to one person, and then later, you know, like six months later, says 29% for you, you know, and still supports the war and has no anti-war candidates in the presidential election, even though most of the country is against the war and thinks it was a bad idea. Yeah, there's. Does Ann Coulter account for 29% of the populace? She's a beauty. Yeah, people are afraid of her beheading. She has the power to be savagely annoying. Yeah. And stupid. Exactly. So there you go. <laughs> she is very powerful. Let me while I have this uh, this bully pulpit. Let, let, I do want to pitch one thing. What I want to say is I want to promote. This is I have no affiliation with this, but it is, it is my favorite TV show, and I think it doesn't get enough credit. And the show is Veronica Mars. So have any have any of you seen it? Heard of it? You know what, Kevin? Heard of it. I have a friend out here in L.A. who I've never seen the show, but apparently he plays the mayor in Veronica Mars, and he's a guy that I've like done stand-up <laughs> with and invites me to his house to do weird things like via email every the, week. The the mayor in Veronica Mars <laughs> is, is played yeah. by um, uh, what's his name? Jeff Greenberg. No. Maybe it's the other mayor, Jeff, or maybe it's the wrong Jeff show. Jeff Rector. God. Or Jeff Jeff Rector. <laughs> Jeff Rector. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look this up. I, look I mean, it up. I, I somebody IMDb I this. He may be lying. I'm not sure your friend. Yeah, I'm not sure this friend is who <laughs> he says he is. I'm doing it right <laughs> not now. Not sure that that person means what you think he means, Russ. I don't think it means what you think it means. Okay, let me explain. Let me. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Rector says he's I, mayor in Veronica Mars. So all we have to do is find out if he's lying, then get in and break up the wedding. I'm sorry. Carry on. Never go against the Sicilian when death is on the line. Uh, is anyone here qualified to discuss Veronica Mars with Grinberg? Because I certainly am not. Anybody? I I, I would I would just say it sounds like I, it's I a, have it's no idea. If you watch no. it. it, it is Sorry. okay. It's a I forsook uh, television after they canceled Arrested Development. That was just such a travesty. I couldn't handle why. it. I well, I actually, I, I I I just found I just found it. It's funny. He does, I guess, play the mayor on one episode, but I think it was the first season, uh, and they had a whole on one other episode. That bastard. Th 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 that, that sucks. <laughs> that appears uh. to be... Yeah, it, it sounds like he, in one episode. And it was in the first All season. Right. And the, second se the, the second season, he was basically replaced by Steve Gutenberg. For, well, that says it all. The whole if you were replaced by Steve Gutenberg, you have no right to invite me to your house to backdoor barbecue. <laughs> That's it. That's a rule. We're going to make that a rule. <laughs> oh, man. Well, tune in next week this as Elevator Girl is replaced by Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm totally being replaced by Daniel Day-Lewis if that happens. I'll be oh, like, you guys Lord. go at it. I've had enough. <laughs> no Steve Gutenberg. I will say this about Veronica Mars. that It, it, is, it is simply just the best written show on, on television that I've seen. The best show that's on at any rate. It's, 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 basic, it's almost the rest of development in its... Uh, in, in the script quality and the humor, Ooh, different kind of humor. It's that's definitely. It's, I'm I'm saying give it give it a shot. You know, rent rent the first season on DVD, watch a couple of episodes. It's the kind of thing you watch all weekend because you just can't stop. Because there's well, how there's would you just compare one it more. to the MEP report? I would <laughs> I, I would say that it is. Uh, <laughs> Has there much more Well, actually, no. That's what I would say. I, 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 I haven't even I seen the show. I think I'm gonna pass because I, I don't believe in, uh, in, in, the, in this whole meta thing because the last last like all the guests you guys all, it's all <laughs> the guests you guys had you guys have had have talked about the show and I think it's swell and I think it's great and, and clearly I oh, enjoy, enjoy nice. being here but but I felt like it's important to talk about not the Met Report. Mars. 
Veronica Good job. Mars. I like that answer. Yeah, but it's yeah, really better than Veronica Mars, answer. right? Keep it That's a debate cop out, basically. That's it's like <laughs> well, I'm not going to answer your uh, I'm not going to answer your points. Let's not do it the dumb way. Exactly. Uh, fair enough. Well, Kevin Grinberg, very blog honest. I appreciate that. Can be found at uh, <laughs> grinberg.ws slash blog, or actually, you don't even need the slash blog. You can just type in grinberg.ws, and you'll see the plainest because blog ever. But very interesting of, content. I am actually a citizen of Western Samoa. Oh yeah. Nice, awesome. nice. Well, nice. tremendous. The, the, the domain is, David you know, is from Montana, right? Yeah. What do you have against American Samoa? Why Western Samoa? Well, you not, is there any Samoa? Unpatriotic. I, you know, actually, you know what? I since I'm here and I and I just with Greg's headset, I have to keep pitching things. I will pitch one other site, and I think you all will enjoy it. The site is RachelInAfrica.com. What? Well, you're getting close. It's actually RachelInAfrica.com, and it's a good friend of mine who is uh, doing the Peace Corps in Madagascar, and um, she sends updates to. Uh, her parents and, and friends, and this is a fascinating, fascinating blog. And the rest of so the internet here, now. And the rest of the internet. <laughs> listen, it's, 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 see, th this is a very not plain blog. I think Story will enjoy it. It's very, it has lots of pretty pictures. Ooh, it's okay. a pretty blog. Yay. She's got, she's is this got, whole thing um, written in the third the person? Page. I like lemurs a lot. Does she write this whole thing in the third well, person? Because that's messed she, up. She, well, she doesn't write this. Now, Bob she, because Madagascar... It takes four weeks to get a letter to Madagascar, <laughs> uh, so not not to go with the internet. Uh, she actually sends letters back to friends and parents, and then they they post this. So oh, I think they'll and have letters refer to herself in the third so person. She is hot. Legitimately. <laughs> oh god. She, 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 she's a she's and a, a graduate. That means she's not hot, no. right? Well, <laughs> you know what that means? No. Uh, no. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I will express no opinion. I just, I just want to pimp the site because I think it's, it's, it's fascinating. She's more she's or less hot. attractive than Veronica Mars. Ooh. Well, <laughs> Kristen Bell did have a... She had a layout in, in Maxim a couple, couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. So... Who, your friend? Okay. I'm going to go with Les. That's crazy. Uh, or Kristen Bell, the, 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 star, the Veronica, mm. star of Veronica Mars. But I do want to encourage you all to look at all the sites have been pimping. So, thank you for having me. All right. All right, Absolutely. Kevin Grinberg, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. I like his blog. Here, here. I don't. I'm not into the license yeah. plates, but everything else is always very interesting and insightful. That's true. Yeah, the license plate thing. I don't know. I, I love <laughs> how um, I love how he didn't board to defend it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was. Uh, but the reason that nobody watches Veronica Mars is because it's on UPN, which is such a bad network that it gets confused with the WB, and the other worst well, network merging. in the world. And now they've That's merged. Why and what's the slogan? Because they're merging. What's the slogan of UPN? Uh, I don't know. Watch this Get it on. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, Get it on. Goodness. Get yeah. it on. Get it on. <laughs> yeah. So what we've learned today from Kevin is that his friend Rachel appeared in Maxim. That was good. Um, we've also awesome. <laughs> and that she's hot apparently, my according to Andy. My friend is a liar. And has a crappy yeah, backyard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Kevin's friend is hot and in Africa. Russ's friend is merely dishonest. Tremendous. <laughs> Come evaluate oh, your friend. Gosh. I'm a report. Yeah. You know, this girl, Rachel, also a photographer who has, like, her an online gallery. I'm just very impressed with All her. All right. And like to walk on And beaches. Andy's about to fall into the trap of internet dating, which I've already warned against <laughs> many times. Here it comes. And what's going to be worse? Do it. Dating with a month lag. It's not a month. Like, I think you're like, great a month later. She's in Madagascar. I like to travel. She's in Madagascar. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong?
It only takes $3,000. I only have to buy my own ferry to go see her. It's not that big a deal. Exactly. I, I and definitely put a have, lemur. I've seen, I've seen Madagascar and Risk before, so there's totally a reason to go there anyway. I saw the movie Madagascar. It was Lemurs cute. are pretty cute. Yeah, that's great. There you go. Yeah. How could you not like it? There you All go. Right, I'm going next week. Oh, um, God. I'd be careful though, that Andy, because one of the things that Kevin mentioned to me is that his friend uh, Rachel actually got malaria, which he has fortunately recovered from. But you know, it's not cool. She's hot, probably not a little bit thinner now too. Cream. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> is, not that we'll know from malaria. <laughs> are you better? Is Long malaria later, uh, is that related to Fajula? <laughs> Those are like Swiss sisters, malaria and Fajula. Oh Get off the corner, nobody wants uh, that ass. Well, Get out of here, malaria. Totally name their children. Those are going to disease them. Awesome. <laughs> name their kids malaria. Oh my god. And Fajula. Well, malaria and Fajula, <laughs> the twins. How about Fedora? They go by Malian Badgie for sure. You know, Everyone yeah, yeah, across the, the internet is like, Come what on, I'm the, the hell <laughs> is going on? I'm the kid who went <laughs> to grade school with the name Story, so I, you know, I can wish this fate on anybody. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know what you're oh, talking about. Sure. Having a silly name I've, has no meaning for me, so yeah, I can't exactly. contribute to this I've, conversation. I've long, I've long have told we ever, Emily that we have to name our child Guacamole Enchilada. Yeah, go on. Russ, I need to put you in contact with, with Ross Guberman so that you guys can commiserate about your names. That would be really yeah, great. I told you about my that. writing structure that my firm uh, hired I, I listened to the MEP report, so of course I do. I remember that, that yes. Uh, that's, true, that's true. Did I You ever, guys really should get in touch and talk. Yeah, yeah except it's like a douche. Story? No offense. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> no offense. Blank. Did I ever tell the story about the first time I saw Russ write his name on the board? Have I mentioned this? Russ knows I've I think we told it in, well. yeah. in that map report. You don't listen. Did you don't one? know anything. Did we really? We did Ooh. not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Right. So when I first met Russ, Russ was obviously on the debate team, and Russ was putting on the board his last name, and his last name is G-O-O-B-E-R-M-A-N, Guberman. So he put the you name up on the board. If you visited anything start, related to the MEP report, you should know this already, but that's fine. Yeah, you would know this already. And I start and I started cracking up. I'm like, I'm like, okay, all right, you know what? And he, Russ is like. No, no, it's it's really my name. And then I was like, right, so where's the trap door that I jumped down when I'm feeling really stupid? It's clearly the hole is around here somewhere that I could just leap in. Because oh I just was like, uh, okay. Uh-huh. It's directly, it's inversely proportional to how normal my name is. You know how normal Greg Wilson is as a name? We've talked about this before. So I just yeah, was like, no one could have a name like that. Yeah, like, well, I, I know, I know. I have friend who's got a name very similar to yours, Greg. So that's how, how oh, common that's it is. Like, Do you know how I knew my relationship with, uh, with, Frisco girl was doomed from the beginning. How when was that? We were having a conversation on the phone. She was telling me about the names that she wants to name her kids, and they were all like uh-huh. these insane names, like Honorifia and Courageous or something. And I was like, "Look, no okay. kid of mine is going to get a silly first name because they would have aff- be afflicted enough. And that will never happen." Courageous no Guberman, come honor- There's no Honorifia <laughs> Guberman. Please, for the love of God, shoot them in the head. No. That will never happen. Pro wrestler, <laughs> Conor Hedges, Guberman, put the top rope. Yeah, oh, Guacamole, man. Guberman, good job. No, not even laughing, Russ. So that's good. That's good. Story. Uh, how did you get your name, by the way? Like, how did your parents? What did your uh, parents? What was your parents' story for the name? What did it come from? Story County, it's, Nevada. It's a long story. 
It's a long story. Oh, uh, um, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't there a county? <laughs> yes, it's Story County, Aren't you Nevada. For the county? There is no place called Nevada, but Nevada, yes. Story I'm Hispanic. Hey. I'm just pronouncing it the way mi gente right. pronounces it. Nevada. <laughs> Nev hey, my Nevada. Mom, my mom got me a Red Sox shirt that says, she clearly didn't read it, it says, El Orgullo de Mi Gente, which means the pride of my people, and has a mariachi band in the front with David Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. Andy Turl, Hispanic really awesome. representative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so afraid to wear it because I'm just going to get my ass kicked on the subway or something like that. Right, they'll just you and Colby be like, well, this is not your shirt. This does not belong to you. This belongs to us. <laughs> Hey, you know what I saw on the That's subway fine. speaking uh -oh. of today? There was a girl, uh, I kid you not, and green she was like crying and she was having this deep conversation with her boyfriend and she's like kind of almost sitting in his lap and they're having this deep conversation. All of a sudden she leans, leans forward and says, wait a minute, you got a pimple and then proceeds to pop it. What? Uh, is that not See, bizarre? Andy, Andy, do you, are, are you like... Is, are you required to stare while these things are happening? Like, can't you see that happening <laughs> and then turn away? To me, what am I going to do? <laughs> They're sitting the, right there. Turn away! Say, please don't pop the pimple of your boyfriend <laughs> while I'm sitting next to you. That's the grossest thing I've ever seen. How about that? No, yeah, the pimple poppers and stupid, and they smell like poo. New York, <laughs> New York. <laughs> oh, I God, hate here you. We go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Welcome to the manic mep report. I um, yeah. Just another manic so. emu. Ooh, so I wish it were a llama. Ooh, what song is that this? That would be <laughs> drama. Ooh. I have no idea manic what he's Monday singing. Just Bengals. another manic, manic Monday emu. by the Bengals. Yes. Oh, there on. it is. With a good. I know Greenberg uh, at the time very loved hot Susanna Hawks. Yes. Yeah. Um, he actually, um, oh, sorry. that's true. He just told me that that song you were singing was written by Prince. That's the most bizarre oh, really? thing I've ever heard of. Oh, actually, yeah. I knew that. Oh, I did know that. That's one of those little trivia things. That's like a always trivia concept. He said it sounds just like that. 1999. No, it doesn't. 1999. We're going to party. Like it's 1999. We need to stop, okay? <laughs> I would, if I wasn't recording, I would do player left eight times by now, so please stop. I, I have no know, idea exactly. I, know. I cannot leave. I'm trapped. Uh, one thing before right. we go, I wanted, to, I wanted to mention, by the way, uh, speaking of Prince, did you guys, you guys may not have heard the story, but you know the, um, there, was a, there was a, I think it was Carlos Boozer as a basketball player for the Utah Jazz. And he has a house out in California that Prince rented. Now, I don't know why Prince needs to rent houses in the first place, okay? But whatever. He rented the house. So Carlos Boozer ended up suing Prince because when he got back, you know, when Prince was done renting the house, he got back and Prince had painted the entire house bright purple except for a room in the basement which he had painted pink he had also put his symbol you know the artist formerly known as thing like all over the place and he had a he had like basically like an elevator that was installed down from his beauty salon he had a beauty salon in the basement up to the third floor so i just had this image of carlos boozer being like what the hell is with prince man because that's basically what everyone does he's like i guess i'm gonna have to sue him but he's just weird man like i mean purple the house was purple yeah, man. Renting, it means you can do whatever you want. I uh, rented this budget rent-a-car once and took all the wheels. It was great. 
I mean, I don't know. <laughs> when you have a certain amount of money, oh, I think that you just don't care about things like that, you know? But you why rent? Why not just buy a house and do that? And influence? Eh, because buying a house have any is credit. actually somewhat he's expensive. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so he's like, they're like, what other names have you gone by in the past for our credit check? And he puts the little symbol and they're like, come on. Be serious. Yeah. Okay, we can't submit that. And what's this? The artist formerly the ID known as formerly known as your driver's we're license, of, please. We're out of things to put in. This is too many aliases. You're clearly a criminal. Get out of here. He's yeah. like one of those name. old West no, guys who signs with their X. He's like, can, can you make your X, sir? And he's like, no, but I make the little symbol with the circle and a cross. Because I can't read or write. Yeah. <laughs> can I name Prince? Yeah. Full name? Prince. No, no, you're full Prince. Prince of what? Like, exactly. Prince of doodles. I'm the Prince, Prince of, of doodling. Yeah. You will give me credit so that I may buy a house of purple. Um, sir, I mean, let's go back just, and wait in line. No, I am the Prince of Artists, formerly named later. Give me money so that I may buy a palace. <laughs> Security. <Formally> named later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, well gentlemen, true. believe it or not, we have come to the end of oh, a I very weird it. hour of the Met Report. Uh, none of us are really to sure normal what happened. Of the Met Report that you're usually turning in for. Come Where on. we just sit that's there and right, read The Great right. Gatsby for the entire show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which we've done. Right. There are podcasts like that. Which they really done, are. Yeah. They're like the random book <laughs> podcast. And we're like, here, famous oh, passages true. from literature. Or, you know, <laughs> I actually, the McNeil Lair News Hour. This is the other thing. We're on the uh, podcast pickle uh, cast wars, and we keep trying to uh, make our way to the next level, which is the most random thing ever. And uh, yeah, go you know, vote podcast for people know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so yeah, go to yeah. podcast pickle and vote for us, regardless of which. So we're on these things, and the things that pop out when I'm hitting skip manically looking for the map report to, to vote for it. So I have a really good idea of like what podcasts are out there and making it to round four, like we are, and. Some of this stuff, man. It's like the McNeil Air News it's Hour ridiculous. just popped up. And it's a podcast, which is the hour-long McNeil Air News Hour. Because clearly every radio <laughs> in America is not enough places for the McNeil Air News Hour to be available. No, they have to call it a podcast. Like, it's fine to do a podcast it's from true. the studio and be a little more professional than we are. But come on. McNeil Air or, you know, whatever it is, the Robert McNeil reporter, whoever he is. The they have a podcast era. for Best Week Ever yeah, by VH1. Me I mean, it's, it's completely ridiculous. They do, they do. I've seen it. Yeah. You know what I found most random, though? I was, looking at, I was looking through some of those podcast listings. There was this one podcast called World of Skell, and it's this guy sitting around a table role-playing, doing D&D with his buddies, and they just tape it. So he advertised this as saying, well, it's oh, really a for like a that. niche audience, right? So that's what you hear what we do, is dice it? rolling. That's like right? the map report. I, that's uh, well, that's like the same thing. Do you not hear me say uh, that, Russ? Damn it. I mean, I understand I really you did. Of, of course you did. Head. I really <laughs> did. <laughs> so, nobody <laughs> hears anybody. <laughs> no, exactly. But oh, he was, the guy, basically this guy reviewed him, and the guy was like, <laughs> so the problem with your show is that basically it doesn't apply to a lot of people. And the guy who responded to him, rather than being angry, was like, you know, I think you're right. Like, basically our our show really isn't very good. Like, I'm, I'm really surprised you even listened to review it. I, it's just kind of us sitting around. Like, I don't know why anybody listens to it at all. I was like, can't you have a little pride? Like, how about a, screw you, this is the best D&D podcast on the internet. Instead, he's just like, well, you're right. I really, it all sucks. We're really boring. I don't know why anybody would listen to all it. All in, two eight. All in. <laughs> Gotta go behead myself now. <laughs> I hate you when you're still my Tennessee icon. I hate you. Let's sing a promo. <laughs> so, 
Let's not engage in. Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. We will check you guys out next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Cut. Majula, malaria, you get away from that street corner. I'll tell your mama. The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid London cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at MEPReport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away